Thanks for listening to the Lynx Golf Podcast. For more of the best of golf, follow at Lynx Magazine on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Visit our website at www.linksmagazine.com to read our latest stories and also to subscribe to Lynx Magazine. And become an insider by signing up for our free Lynx Insider email newsletter delivered each week to your inbox. Lynx, the best of golf. Hello and welcome to the Lynx Golf Podcast, season four of the podcast. This is a different voice than you've ever heard on this podcast because I'm relatively new with Lynx. My name is Al Lunsford. I'm the digital editor for Lynx Magazine. And uh, I'm joined by our editor, George Pepper, who George has been on the podcast before, so you may be familiar with him. Um, but George, thank you for joining me today. Thank you. Good to be back. Just to give a brief background uh, for people who may not have listened to to your podcast, George, or may not be familiar with you, can you just tell them your experience with Lynx and uh, experience in golf? Yeah, well, I've been with Lynx now. Um, well, I've been editor, I think, for almost 10 years now. And prior to that, I wrote a column when I was living in St. Andrews. It was called Letter from St. Andrews. And uh, prior to that, I was uh, editor of Golf Magazine for 25 years. So I've been rattling around the golf business for decades. <laughs> <laughs> Great. And I have been rattling around the golf business for less than a decade. I worked for the LPGA for, for three years as a media official, and but I've been playing since I was five and have a very big affinity for the game. So this is exciting to be a part of the Lynx team and, and to do a podcast. I've always wondered what it would be like to do a podcast. I listen to quite a few, so... Hopefully you uh, you guys are all entertained or in some form or fashion and learn a thing or two along the way. But if you don't, then hopefully I give you something to fall asleep to. That'd be nice, too. <laughs> Our first episode of this season, we're going to go back to um, to cover Casa de Campo, which we just had the fifth annual Lynx Invitational at Casa earlier this, this year in October. And it was my first time there. Just an incredible experience. George has a little different background at Casa than than myself, and it goes goes back many years actually to when there was just one golf course at Casa, just Teeth of the Dog. So, what what do you recall from yeah, your well, time I can there? Actually, I can actually recall the very day I played it for the first time, and the only reason I can do that, uh, it was uh, May twenty first, nineteen seventy eight. The reason I can do that is it was the day after my wedding. We took our honeymoon there. And in fact, I learned recently that uh, two pals from the golf business, who some of the listeners may know their names, also had their honeymoons there. Uh, Bob Ford, the longtime pro at Oakmont and uh, Seminole. And also Michael Bamberg, writer for Sports Illustrated, now golf.com. They also had any honeymoons there. So if, if there's a listener out there who is a fourth who's had a honeymoon, maybe we can all go back for a big party. The honeymoon force. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, anyway, Libby wanted to go to Haiti on our honeymoon. I said, Haiti? I mean, what, there's nothing there. And how about we compromise and take the other side of that island and go to Casa de Car? Oh, and I knew there was this great uh, golf course at the time, and uh, she relented, and, and we went. Well, we arrived uh, in San Domingo the day after a national election, and apparently uh, a lot of the San Domingo natives uh, didn't like the results, and there was a riot going on. And I rem remember getting in a taxi, and guys were bouncing us up and down and leaning on it and beating on the doors as if I had something to do with it. And it was all a little <laughs> scary when we— we first got there, but we managed to make our way. It was about an hour and a half uh, in those days, a ride from the airport. And now 
now. Of course, there's a, an airstrip right there. But um, in those days, the, the golf course couldn't have been more than a couple of years old. And um, it wasn't that well known. And we were one of only two couples at the place. And it was, we, it was great. We had it basically to ourselves. And we went out and played this marvelous uh, Teeth of the Dog course. And I had given Libby uh, golf clubs as a wedding present, real romantic wedding present, I know. <laughs> yeah. But we went out and played, and she made the first par of her life on the famous fifth hole, little par three. She took out a forward or something and raked this horrible shot into the teeth of the teeth of the dog. The teeth, it's named for these jagged rocks that uh, jut out of the uh, the sea. And she hit one of the teeth and it bounced back all the way back onto the green about 20 feet from the hole. And, and then she hit her putt equally 20 feet past, but made it coming back for the first part of her life. So that was a highlight. Blessed by and, the golf uh, gods there. Yeah, exactly. So we had a great time. We've back, been back several more times with other couples. I've been on a guide trip or two there, and we've taken the family back. Uh, one of the crazy, I had one crazy experience there, though, and it's kind of an embarrassing story. I've told it fairly often, but probably not to a radio audience. We were there with my good friend David Fay, who was the director of the USGA for many years, and his wife, and also Reese Jones, the golf course architect, and his wife. And Pete Dye, the designer of Teeth of the Dog, and his wife Alice, Alice had a home there, mm -hmm. uh, right on the Caribbean, overlooking one of the holes. And, and they got wind that we were all there, and they invited us over for dinner at their beautiful home. And we're sitting there out in this uh, lanai, and uh, Alice is at the head of the table, and David's on one flank here, on one side, and I'm on the other. And I pro probably was a little bit overserved, and I wanted to blow some smoke at our gracious hostess. So I, uh, at one point late in the dinner, I asked her, now, as background, Alice was a great player. Uh, she was a member of the Curtis Cup team and had won the U.S. Senior Women's Amateur a couple of times. So I asked her, Alice, with, with everything you have accomplished in the game, have you ever achieved that signal honor, that thing that everyone aspires to, particularly women? She said, well, what's that, George? I said, well, have you ever shot your age? And she looked at me and said, why, no, George, I'm only 57. I just wanted to crawl under the table, oh, face no. kicking me. I, you know, what do you say? I thought you were a little bit better player. Yeah. Oh, God. So uh, that's become a, a terrible uh, <laughs> memory in my life. But, you know, I saw Pete about two months later and we were on a golf course that he had opened down in, in uh, Orlando and Al Alice started approaching from a distance in a cart and Pete leans over and says, here comes that old bag of a wife of mine. So oh obviously they had some fun with it. And Alice, to her eternal credit, was great. And, and a, a few years later, I, I got a note in the mail and I opened it up and it said, George, I wanted you to be the first to know I've done the deed. Shot 65 yesterday. So incredible. Good for her. And she incredible. sadly passed away not too long ago, but she was a great lady and a good golf course designer, too. In fact, it, she's responsible for a lot of the forward tees on golf courses. Um, it, she felt rightly, I think, that after a man and woman have hit their balls from the tee, uh, 
the second shot should be played with the same club into the hole. In other words, if the man is hitting a seven iron, the woman should hit a seven yeah. iron. Their tee shots should not come next to each other. The woman should be 50 plus yards past so that she can hit the same ball into the hole. So that the, the, the best uh, women players at a club should have handicaps as low as the men, and w- women should have a chance to shoot their age. Sure. So good on you, Alice. Well, but, 65 at 65 years old? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, yeah. I doubt there are many people that can that can do that. No, but no, no. That's that's incredible. Yeah. Well, very cool. I, my experience was was different, and and I mentioned that we were there for the Lynx Invitational, which I guess I should say did we go down to the Dominican Republic every year at uh, Casa de Campo in La Romana and host a horde of subscribers uh, that come down and. Some have been there every single year. Some were new this year and put together a three-day tournament for them where they, they're they there and they, they can play unlimited golf. Some people will just literally grind themselves down to the bone playing golf and be, and go out and say, I'm totally exhausted, but I'm not missing a chance to keep playing these courses. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I there got are the three good courses there now. Yeah, I got the chance to play teeth. Um, played pretty well. And uh, I played, let's see, the Marina 9, which is on the the Die 4 course, up at, you know, seemingly two different worlds almost, where you go from the the beach and, and playing the the teeth of the dog the seven ocean holes where you can get splashed by water i think jack purcell actually got he he can show you a video later where he's standing on the beach and just gets <laughs> enveloped by a wave in his shoes or soaked for the rest of the round but then you go up the mountainside and you got completely different atmosphere up yeah. there yeah. um at the die four um so that was very cool and uh i didn't lose that many balls yeah, George. good for you. I, I walked away with with most of my my hardware, <laughs> and and a lot of that is due to the fact that on the last day, I wanted to play nine holes before we left, because uh, we had some time in the morning. We're flying out at two p.m. and get to I think the eighth hole on Teeth, which is I think the hardest hole. It's very tight on the left, very tight on the right too. Right, you really got to find the fairway. Yeah, Funky green too, doesn't it? You, Very yeah, fun, and you, yeah. you you normally will have you know over one a mid iron club into that green, yeah. so not easy by any means. It's really hard when you hit it right into someone's backyard into their pool. <laughs> that oh, makes no. it a little tougher. Um, <laughs> but Water it's hazard. also an easier ball to find than if you hit it at the ocean, especially if there's a. Uh, a worker out there uh, working on the pool and cleaning the pool for you that can fish your ball out <laughs> with a net. So I hit it in the water, technically, but I didn't lose my ball. Well done. I have a question for you. They still have those guys sort of lurking around the course with uh, plastic bags full of golf balls? Yes. That they found? Yes. yes. It's and one of the charms. Of, yeah. At, it's the kind of thing where, like, if they don't have the ball that you play and you're like, ah, I don't see my ball in there. I've heard this. Someone told me a story about this. You go out and play the next day, see the same guy, and he has that ball yes, for you. He's ready you to sell you the exact <laughs> ball that you had mentioned not having. Uh, so. Those guys are great entrepreneurs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah they, they've been there as long as the course has been there. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> so it's really incredible. We had the chance to talk to um, the director of golf operations, Robert Bertel. You'll hear his interview after this, as well as a couple, Tony and Kenna Foreman, who have been with us every year that we've done the tournament. 
So I've heard. This is only my first year, as mm. I mentioned, but they had some wonderful things to say about uh, Casa, and we appreciated uh, them taking the time to talk with us. Well, it's it's an easy place to praise. It's uh, that course is certainly among my top ten or twelve courses in the world. It's probably the best in the Caribbean, and it's just you know, it's like Pebble Beach. It's a great course to play bad badly. You can still have a great time just enjoying the walk. Yeah. Mm. Totally. Um, I think Robert mentioned it was up to 27 in the world right now, mm. which all deserved, I yeah. think. Well, George, we'll, uh, we'll go now and we'll, we'll come back on the other side of, of this and with the interview with Robert and appreciate you talking about your experience with Casa with me. My pleasure. All right. Uh, we're here in Casa de Campo with the director of golf operations, Robert Bertel. Robert, thanks for joining us today. No, no problem. Thank you for having me. I just wanted to to give people the opportunity to hear from the the man who runs the show down here at Casa and, and helps us put together this wonderful event every year. How do you think it went this year? No, for I us? think um, it's always a pleasure to have the Lynx Magazine back. For your listeners, I mean, it's a spectacular event. The people that come down love it. I believe this is the fifth year of it and you have repeat guests and they continue to talk it up, but it's just, it's a wonderful, intimate tournament. Your team does a great job in organizing and it's a, it's a pleasure for us to have you guys here. Well, we appreciate it. I know it's my, my first year only, but it seemed pretty seamless. Everything was, you know, very stress-free and I can't wait to come back next year already. Yeah. The guests, I mean, your, your guests have access to the entire resort the restaurants are spectacular and then teeth of the dog die for you can't have a better golf course rotation than that for a three-day event you know their teeth of the dog is 27 in the world and uh die for is spectacular with basically you know it plays cliffside down the siobhan river and you have panoramic views of the caribbean sea and it's it's breathtaking so i know they had a great trip yeah how long have you been here at casa and, and what's kind of your your route been that that led you here yeah, I've actually been at Casa de Campo uh, four years. I'm originally from New Orleans. People ask me all the time, how did you end up here? And they ask me, do you live here? I go, yeah, I live here. Yeah. And do you have family? Yeah, I have family. <laughs> um, so we, you know, I, I worked at, um, I worked in Puerto Rico, more or less right out of college at a place similar to the flow of Casa de Campo, which helped me get to Casa de Campo. So um, I've been down this way in the Caribbean and Latin America for almost uh, almost 12 years. Yeah. So why Casa then? What, oh. what made you settle here? I tell you what, we... Um, so I ended up, I worked in Puerto Rico for nine years, and in between Puerto Rico and here, I worked in New Orleans for a year, and the the job opportunity came up, you know, less that I had been, I hadn't been back to New Orleans for, for a year, and this opportunity popped up, and I have heard of Casa de Campo, I knew its reputation, I didn't know a whole lot about it, but I jumped on the opportunity to, to uh, come down here, and uh, the same day I accepted the job to come down here, my wife just started her job in New Orleans and I was, she was like, you've got to be kidding. I said, well, <laughs> we're out. Let's go. Here we go. Do you miss it? Do you get back to the States much? Or? Yeah. So our reason, you know, our reason for going back to New Orleans was, uh, we're both from New Orleans. So, okay. um, all the grandparents and cousins, aunts and uncles live there and, uh, yeah, we miss them, but you know, just an airplane ride away. Mm -hmm. They typically, they typically come visit. So, you know, advice for anybody outside the country if you have an extra bedroom you will have visitors yeah i'm sure and got to be a tough place to visit right <laughs> right From out of town just briefly i know 
a lot of people will know about Casa de Campo and, and Pete Dye's work here, but um, for those who may not be as familiar with the history of the club, could you give us an idea of, of kind of how things got started here and, and why it's considered one of Pete's, if not his most um, extraordinary course? Sure. So originally, um, Casa de Campo is built on land that is owned by Central Romana, and Central Romana is a sugar mill, which is why we're all here. They're... Um, one of the largest landowners in in the Dominican Republic. And not to go all the way back, but basically Paramount Pictures owned Central Romana in in this, uh, you know, going back to the 50s until the 80s. And basically what happened is um, Mr. Bluethorn, who was running the sugar mill, decided to build a resort for their movie star celebrities. So that's how Casa de Campo came about. And uh, so they started building the golf course, which opened in 1971. And Mr. Lima, who was running the sugar mill for Mr. Bluethorn, hired, uh, met with Pete Dye, and they looked at different pieces of land. And they basic, Pete basically said, we're going to build the golf course right here. And that's what they did. So from uh, Teach the Dog opened in 71. The Lynx golf course opened in 75. We actually have a private country club inside of Casa de Campo, La Romana Country Club, which opened in 1990. And Die 4 is our latest addition to round out our 90 holes. Uh, that opened in 2002, all Pete Die, And it was really neat because one of the greatest things about Casa de Campo is they basically told Pete, you can build the golf courses wherever you want. So it's not, hey, we need to sell houses here. It, the golf came first, and then they built the the neighborhood around the golf. Yeah, you always hear that's very important for, for resorts who want to be focused on golf to prioritize that golf. So it sounds like he got to basically have his own way with this place. He did, yeah. Um, you know, Teeth of the Dog is, uh, as you know, and for, hope, for hopefully uh, many of your listeners come and see, you know, it's right on the water. You can... You can do backflips into the ocean. It's beautiful. You know, the Lynx plays right through the middle of the property around the around the neighborhoods. The back nine is awesome because it does um, like a figure eight around three lakes and you get to work shots and it's spectacular. And then die four, you know, it's something that most people don't see. It's very hilly. It's right on the it's right on a cliff and you just have these amazing vistas of the Caribbean Sea. And as you play the Siobhan nine, what you see is Alto, Alto de Siobhan, which is our 17th century Mediterranean village which people look at, you know, and they're going, what is going on here? So right. it's just spectacular. Yeah. It's crazy to me, too, just the vast difference between your te- teeth of the dog and then you go up to the top of the hill. It's, it seems like, how can we be on the same property right now? But it really is amazing. It is. It's extremely, um, the three golf courses are three completely different golf experiences. Yeah. And it's really neat for uh, people on a golf trip because they can get three different golf courses and then their fourth round will typically be sort of whatever they like like more, whether it's Teeth of the Dog or Die 4. It's a testament to Die 4 because you put 10 people in a room, half prefer Teeth, half prefer Die 4. Yeah. So it's just, they're both that good. Yeah. Do you have a, a favorite hole or, or favorite course? I mean, is that like picking a favorite child to you, basically? <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> I only have one child, so that's all right. Um, you know, but really, it, it's, hard to, it's hard to pick. Like, they're so different. I mean, I think... My favorite spot on Teeth of the Dog is the 16th hole. 
My most memorable, the first time I played Teeth was number five, but 16 is my favorite hole. I love the back nine of Lynx. Mm -hmm. We play the back nine of the weeks in the afternoon. It is so much fun to move around that golf course and they have different playing spots and it's, it's, um, friendly off the tee but you still have to hit great shots into the greens and my favorite spot at die four would be uh the 17th green or the uh eighth green of siobhan uh there's three nines up there and when you play that at sunset and you look back over the siobhan nine it's spectacular so those are my three three spots yeah and i've noticed too there's little like nooks and crannies around the course i think 15 i noticed this though you go all the way back to the back tee and there's a little like staircase to this private beach almost oh yeah that's right comes out of nowhere on teeth of the dog there's actually a few of those locations so there's there's little beaches that run all along the coast and there's a couple sets of stairs you miss the there's one on 17 as well that you can walk down and that's sort of a longer stretch of beach uh, below the 17th hole almost uh almost an aerial feel if you've ever seen like pebble beach people walking on the beach down there yeah not as big of a beach by any stretch of the imagination but uh it's awesome to go down there and People go down, they collect golf golf balls, wash up onto the sand and whatnot. It's it's fun. I think that Jack Purcell, his group, when they were going through, um, his wife Nancy, and they're the owners of Lynx, um, they were kayaking out in the ocean, yeah. and they just so happened to connect, and I think he walked down and he did. handed he them a couple of beverages, and they were on their way. He did. He, Jack found those <laughs> stairs. Yeah, and uh, hopefully they made it back no problem on the kayaks. I saw Nancy this morning, so I imagine she's fine. Yeah. Um, but it's yeah, just it just gives you that that sort of just gives you another aspect of all Casa de Campo has to offer. You know, it's not just golf. There's a fantastic tennis center, world class shooting center. So there's skeet and trap center. It's 240 acres up there. Um, a marina, mm-hmm. you know, Altos de Chavon. Uh, we have three polo fields dude ranch for horseback riding there's and then water sports the obviously Manitas beach so there's so much to do whether you're the golfer or the non-golfer i think that's one of the reasons you know a lot of the 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 Lynx magazine folks have so much fun because you have the group that plays golf but you also have the non-golfers who have so much to do while the while the golfers are playing golf yeah i mean it's a lot of couples right that come down and some do play golf and and play really well too. Yeah, Miss Foreman played awesome today. She, it's they've got great swings, and you know I I don't know how people don't put put it in the water seven times around uh, on those holes. And I only lost one ball, so that's good for me. You're moving but, in the right direction. Yeah, and I only had one ball that I hit intentionally into the water because you have that little green esque rock yeah. out um, we have an island on uh 15 with a flag in it 15 teeth of the dog with a flag in it that people love to fire a driver at or wait till they get uh over to the 16th tee there's a little hitting pad between the 15th green and the 16th tee where people can hit an iron but i think it's about 250 yards from the back tee and you see okay. people all the time trying to smoke the island it's Does a lot anyone of fun go out there and collect balls ever uh, sure people go snorkel and whatnot out there and i'm yeah. sure they find a ton of balls right right so okay so what's new at casa de campo in the past let's say year since we were here last year sure on um on the golf course side you know we continue to improve our product so on teeth of the dog we leveled tees rebuilt some tees do a lot of uh, tree work throughout the links and die four new cart path work up at die four we're building a, a sod farm so we can just 
better maintain our golf courses. Coming up, we have other projects out for the next two or three years that'll uh, continue to make the product even better. And the, just looking around Casa de Campo, you know, we've just renovated uh, 60 hotel rooms since last time you guys saw the new Manitas Beach Club, but we just recently opened the family pool, the family side aspect of the beach club. So there's two new pools, a new beach bar, new food trucks that uh, service not only the beach, but also private events that we do. We've also opened up a few new venues around the property. So we have another one coming called our Riverside Center, which is a just another venue to have a great party. And so, yeah, we're constantly improving Casa de Campo, which is really nice. Yeah. It's great for the guests who come year after year and they go, wow, look at that. Wow, look at that. You guys keep, you know, you keep doing things differently. So, yeah. It has been wonderful. And I know it's my first time. And so it's, you know, the golf is fantastic. But like you said, it, there's so much accessible stuff right here you just a golf cart right away basically you are yeah you're a golf um, cart right away i think you mentioned or maybe it was uh, ernesto mentioned how many golf carts there are here oh it's something like a thousand carts wow that's a just test. in the resort um do, do you know the actual number no it's i don't i could believe that crazy high I bet there's more. There's got to be more than a thousand golf carts inside the community. Yeah. Because there's uh, about 1,800 homes. Really. Inside of Casa de Campo, so you know between the our golf operation, we're at for all 90 holes, we're at about 270. Each hotel room has a golf cart, so that's 260 more. You know, you have some suites and villas that have carts. Not to mention that's just for the guests. So now we're talking service vehicles. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't even imagine. I'll let Ernesto. Take right. that credit of a thousand golf carts. There you go. You mentioned that's my kind of last thing. I just thought it was interesting. And you live here at Casa. Just what is that like for you? Oh, it's great. You know, so we have a little girl who's eight now. So she goes to school in town. She's bilingual in Spanish. I mean, you can't ask for anything more than that. The community is very diverse. So it's it's a small community in the sense, but there's, you meet people all through the school, you meet people from all over the world, you know, through golf and through your different activities. So living here is a lot of fun. It's, um, yeah, there's some things that are different. For example, you know, it's about an hour and a half drive to Santo Domingo to the middle of the city. So if you have doctor's appointments or some errands to run, you sort of have to plan your day, but yeah, we're, you know, so close to the, to the, um, Bavaro area, which, um, you know, we have friends down there. It's like 40 minute drive. So, but living here is great. I yeah. mean, the school's excellent. Uh, the community's excellent. The people are excellent. And, uh, it, there's never a dull moment. It certainly seems that way to me. Um, well, I really appreciate you sitting down with us and we're ready to go for our sixth year next year. Perfect. Yeah. We're looking forward to having you back and, um, well, I know we'll grow the event. I encourage everyone who's listening, you know, to, uh, grab a friend and come down. You won't be disappointed. And, uh, we look forward to a great event. All right. Thanks, Robert. Thank you. Before we get to our next interview, just a reminder that for more of the best of golf, follow at Lynx Magazine on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Visit our website at www.linksmagazine.com to read our latest stories and also to subscribe to Lynx Magazine. And become an insider by signing up for our free Lynx Insider email newsletter delivered each week to your inbox. Lynx, the best of golf. Tony and Kenna Foreman, I'm here with you guys sitting on your balcony as we overlook the the tenth hole here of that is ten, right? Of Teeth yes, is a dog out there. Yeah. How'd you how'd you hit it on that hole? Do you even remember what you did? Well you've played it a couple of times now. Actually today I had a very good drive there and parred the hole. Yes. Well, that's good. So, 
How about yourself, Tony? I think I did the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's not bad. I mean, we like we like pars, but being here is, is pretty amazing too. How long have you guys been playing golf, each of you individually, and then and playing with each other over the years? Well, I actually started playing golf when I was like eight years old. Come from a um, very avid golf family. I gave it up for about 14 years when I was pregnant with my first child and then when my both of my boys started playing golf on a regular basis at ages 10 and 13 and so I decided it was time for me to start playing so that we could also play as a family. I met my husband on the golf course 18 years ago and um, we've been playing golf ever since and it's it's just a, a wonderful thing to do together. What golf course was that that you guys met at? We met at a a Great Cove Golf Course in McConnellsburg, Pennsylvania. Very good. And are you both from Pennsylvania? Yes, I'm from McConnellsburg. He's from Chambersburg, Pennsylvania. Cool, cool. Yes, I've been playing golf since I was uh, 17 years old, and that was uh, 46 years ago. So I've been playing a long time. I don't play as good now as what I once did, but uh, I still play half decent. And uh, like I said, uh, like she said, we, we met 18 years ago. We played a lot of golf together, and and I can't think of anybody else I'd rather play golf with than my wife. And I greatly appreciate her and uh, and how she's improved over these 18 years we've played together. And uh, it's been a lot of fun, and we still are having a lot of fun. And you're going straight from here to play in another tournament, is that right? Or it, pretty soon? I am. Okay. I'm going straight from here to play in a tournament with a very good friend of mine um, in Tampa, Florida. And that friend we actually met in a couples tournament in Alabama, a Robert Trench Jones couples tournament. And now we travel as um, couples, and they have been also to Casa de Campo with us for um, a couple times. Really? And I would just like to say also, just playing with, meeting my husband and playing with him, he has improved my game probably at least 15 strokes or more. And he is my coach. And whenever I get into trouble, he straightens my game out. And then we just have an amazing time. We play on a lot of competitive golf in um, Alabama area and the Myrtle Beach area. But we absolutely love coming to Casa de Campo. Yeah. The tournaments here in Casa de Campo, they're competitive, but they're a relaxed, fun competition. It's, right. it's, it's nothing, you know, it's just not stressful to us like the other tournaments we play in. That was going to be what I was going to segue to is you guys have played here every single year that that Lynx has had the tournament. What keeps you coming back other than, you know, it's hard to beat that golf course, all of them. We have played a lot of golf together. We travel frequently and we've played a lot of golf across the U.S. We've played Pebble Beach. We've played Whistling Straits, Sawgrass. And honestly, for both of us, Casa de Campo, Teeth of the Dog is still our favorite course of all time. And it's it's hard for us to not come every year. Last year, we did a three-month, 14,000-mile RV trip from the beginning of May through the end of July. So we weren't planning to come to, to the Lynx magazine at Casa de Campo last year. But when it came time, we're like, we just can't miss it. We just, we love the courses here. We love the entire resort, the people that we have met, the people from Lynx magazine, Jack and Nancy Purcell. Everybody has just been so amazing that we just can't imagine not doing it every year. Tony, you probably want to add something? I really can't add any more to that just to say that uh, it, it we don't want to miss this because it is just the most wonderful place we go and, and, I, and I 
just the people that you're around, that the, the ambiance of this place, the, the, the wonderful Dominicans that treat us so wonderfully, and the very unique environment that is here. We've never experienced it anywhere else that we've ever played. It is just a one in a one in a million place that we just truly love and enjoy to come. And I hope they continue to do it to do it as, as long as they can. And that's that's all I can say about that. Do you have a favorite hole out there on I guess on teeth, but I know you guys like to go try to play every single course that is here. Can you think of one that just sticks out and <laughs> He well, threw up I, a five there. No, for <laughs> some reason, easy. number five for me is only like a 75 to 100-yard um, par three, and it just eats me alive. And so, yes, I would have to say um, that is my challenge hole. Very yeah. apropos with yeah. teeth and course, eating you alive. Of course, it's a beautiful golf hole. It's, yeah. There's so many beautiful golf holes. I mean, the stretch what from five through eight, and then the stretch coming on the back number from 15 through 17 amazing it is hard to find more beautiful golf holes and when we first this year we decided to come a little early and we wanted to play Punta Espada which was also a beautiful golf course but still Teeth of the Dog is still our favorite even over Punta Espada and I'd just like to also say the Dominican Republic the people here are just amazing and we have developed such wonderful relationship with our caddies and and even maintenance crew on the golf course and um, I just think they are such a wonderful people and it's just we we love to come here and support the Dominican Republic. This year, for the first time, Kenna, your son, Jesse, who's sitting right next to me, uh, got to join you guys. How, you know, what's that feeling like to be able to share that with him as well? It has been amazing, honestly. <laughs> Tony said it stinks. Thumbs down. The worst. No, it, it has been wonderful. It, I, I wanted, um, Jesse and I both love to play golf, and we have our bucket list courses. And I said, Jesse, you really need to put Casa de Campo on your bucket list. And um, so I was so glad that he decided to join us this year it's been amazing we've played two four-person team events together and this is the first time that tony and i have ever actually placed in a team event and that was because of jesse helping us and it just it's just been wonderful and i'm hoping that he will join us again next year i have another son that's three years younger than jesse and we're actually both of us are hoping that maybe we can convince his brother to, to join us next year it would just be amazing it's, it's been amazing playing as a family yeah i had a great time playing with you guys the yes. other day as well that was really fun and you're all very talented golfers so thank you yeah what would you say is your favorite part about casa de campo there's so much to do here what, what's your the one thing you always love returning for I love the golf courses. Mm -hmm. I mean, everything about this this tournament, like we said, the people, the uh, the food, the restaurants, the entire resort. We feel very safe and stress-free when we're on this resort because we don't have to get in a car. We travel around in a golf cart anywhere we want to go. The restaurants are amazing. The food has been wonderful. And the courses, you, you cannot beat the golf courses here. I would just say that's uh, my my opinion. Also, the uh, you know the, the, just the people that, that they they go out completely go out of their way to try to make you feel 
uh, good and, and do everything they can for you. And the, just the uniqueness of the the golf courses here, and of course the beautiful beautiful Caribbean Ocean, and down at the Chavon, it's just no place like it in the world that I, in the United States that I've ever seen. And again, there, it, that's just all I can say about it. I mean, it's just a, a wonderful place to come. I would recommend it to anybody, and I, I just can't. I just can't say enough about it. That's all. Jesse, you want to add something? Jesse's hopping on the mic. This is your first year. (laughs) I think picturesque would be the way I answer it. Uh, The views. I've never seen views that you see on these golf courses. And it's not just Teeth of the Dog. Uh, The Dive 4 has extraordinary views, and they're completely different from Teeth of the Dog. And the convenience, the fact that you don't have to stress about driving, figuring out where you're going to eat, costs, it's it's all inclusive. So it, it eliminates so much stress and makes the vacation so much more enjoyable. And finally, the people are fantastic. They're better than probably any other culture I've ever encountered. So hands down to the DR. It's hard to explain to people, like you're talking about, the differences in those golf courses when you're going from on the beach where, I mean, you get splashed by the waves if you wanted to, to the mountains and steep inclines of Siobhan. I mean, playing the two in the same area just feels, like you said, doesn't feel real. It feels very rare. What do you? What about the Siobhan do you like that's different from, from Teeth? Well... The Siobhan is, you know, it's a lot, of course, undulating. It's a lot up and down, you know, and, and I don't really know what I can say about it. The driving areas, of course, are very forgiving. The greens are not. So you you got to be placing your, your, your shots into the green where, you, where, you, <laughs> where they got to be. But I, I don't really know. I really can't really put a distinction. They're two completely different courses, and you know, one's an ocean course, of course, and and the other one's just a, a, a more of a up and down course. And I really can't put a distinction on the two other than that. You know, yeah. I really can't. Yeah, it is hard to describe yeah. to someone. I would just have it. to say the die four. Even the two nines are so different and so unique and have such character because the Siobhan, you have, you know, you have the Siobhan River and you have Altos de Siobhan, which is just amazing. And the marina course, you have the marina, you know, it's a couple of the holes. You're looking over the beautiful marina with the yachts and it's just, it's just amazing. And I would also just like to say about this tournament the value what what you get for the value of this tournament it is truly hard to beat with links magazine well we're glad that you guys come back every single year Uh, you mentioned bucket list golf courses do you have any particular ones that are at the top of your bucket list i know you love casa but are there other courses that you can't wait to play I have actually Big Cedar Lodge in uh, Branson, Missouri. I know they're they're developing a a new course that's to be open next year, Payne's Valley. So, yes, we have some plans, hopefully, with Jesse and with our friends from Florida to go play Big Cedar Lodge next year. The Prairie Club in Valentine, I guess it's Valentine, Nebraska is on my list and Bandon Dunes is also still on my bucket list um, we've already played Pebble we've played Whistling Straits but um, those are the f- couple that are still oh, also Wolf Creek Wolf Creek in uh, 
Mesquite, Nevada is on our bucket mm. list. We did. We just did a piece. I'll, I'll plug that. We um, on Payne's Valley opening and being Tigers first public course. So I've seen pictures of that too, and I, I hadn't previously known about it. I just was blown away by that too. So fingers crossed. I hope you guys get to go there. Yes, um, I feel certain that will be a, a trip we take next year because they also have the par three top of the rock there. Very good. So what's next? You said Myrtle's coming up. You're playing again together. <laughs> You've got some alternate shot coming up. It can be a little stressful. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be going to Myrtle Beach and playing in the what they call the Fall Classic. We play down there four or five times a year in tournaments and uh, together as a husband and wife, and we're still husband and wife. That's, that's <laughs> the wonderful thing about it. We alternate shot. Uh, you know, we have to make a pact before we always play the alternate shot <laughs> to say that we can't. We can't. We got to just uh, accept things as they are. You know, because that'll that'll stress anybody out especially a husband and wife so but we play and then we're going down there and playing the fall classic again and we always uh, we always do somewhat well down there and uh, we we enjoy that immensely also and uh, uh, the courses down there are completely different than what they are here because um, uh, you don't spray your ball down there like you do here I mean you spray your ball in those courses you're not going to be in very good shape so it's a whole different animal, and uh, but we still enjoy it going down there also, and um, we were looking forward to it. You guys set a great example for me and my future wife, if she was to listen to this. Just know I've, I've seen I've seen how good it can be, and not to go too hard on me whenever yeah. we do end up <laughs> playing golf. Um, I think that's all I have for you guys. I really appreciate you sitting down with me and, and hope you enjoy the rest of your time here this week. Look forward to seeing you again next year. And thanks for, again for being here. Thank you, Al. All right.